City. This is Real Talk San Diego on ESPN 1700. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. This is Real Talk San Diego bringing you the business of life in America's finest city. Presented by our loyal partners at Five Star Escrow and First American Title. I'm your host, Sean Courtney. I am the mortgage doctor and the doctor is in. Thank you to my show coordinator, Claire McKee, uh, my show engineer, uh, Steve in the booth. Sorry, Steve. Good to have you. It's been, it, it was a long holiday break. I'm, I'm kind of still fighting it to get back into it. Uh, but we have a great show planned today. Uh, we're joined in studio today by two very special guests. We have Realtor Gloria Roma with Century 21 Award. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Gloria? Doing great. Thanks for asking. How are you? Good. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure. And we have Pat Libby with Pat Libby Consulting. Hello, yeah. Pat. Hi. Thanks for being here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And I'm also joined today by my co-host, Alicia Garcia. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for being here. How are you, Alicia? Doing well, as always. Thank you. So you're going to be on the ticker, right? You're, we, we're, there's going to be a new addition to your family. Yes. Yeah, so I've been waiting for the whole holidays. Um, my sister, we had false alarms, but she's in getting prepped for her cesarean. And our, my little nephew, Matthias, is coming today. So very, very exciting. Matthias Hero. Matthias Hero. Yes. Yeah, so little man coming. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, let, let us know if you get any text updates during the show. I will. Thank you. Awesome. Um, so it's... Uh, it's kind of a quiet week for some. Uh, the holidays were between Christmas and New Year's, and Hanukkah is still going on, and uh, our pagan friends might still be celebrating <laughs> the winter solstice. Um, but the parking lot at my office was pretty empty this morning, so a lot of people are kind of checked out on 2016, but we're not. We're here. So um, just wanted to maybe reflect a little bit on 2016, how things went for you guys, um, and then what we're, what we're looking ahead for. Um, how was your, how was your 2016? Mine was great. Yeah. Yeah. I had a really good 16. It was, um, it was better than I anticipated in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Personal and professional. Personal is always great. Yeah. You know, great family, great foundation. It's always good. Everybody's patient. Yeah. And feisty. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't be a family. That's right. Feistiness. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) How about you, Pat? How was your year? My 2016 was just fabulous. I just love working with my clients. I learned so much from them, and it was really great. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Alicia? Um, same here. Really great professionally and personally. Always love being here, meeting such great professionals and influencers You know, here in San Diego. So it's it's been great. Awesome. Yeah, same here. We had a great 2016. Uh, Alicia joined our team in 2016, yes. so that was a very noteworthy um, event for our business, as well as Teresia, who's been awesome, uh, awesome team member as well. Oh, she's great. She's there for everything and anything, anytime. Yeah. So shout out, Teresia, if you're listening. Great job. <laughs> yeah, we love you. Glad to have you on board. Um, awesome. So again, we're here with Realtor Gloria Roma, uh, nonprofit consultant Pat Libby. Uh, I'm the host, Sean Courtney. Alicia Garcia is with us. So um, as we pivot into 2017... What uh? What are we looking ahead to? What kind of things are we going to do differently, or what, what's what's the plan for you guys for for next year? Gloria, want to start us? Yeah, sure. So the seventeen, I'm really going to 
I do a lot of business by referral. 98% of my business has been by referral. And so you really don't have a lot of control over the business. It's, you're all over the county, mm-hmm. you know, consequently. And so I really want to start to get the message out that, that I really focus on the, the senior market. And so that's really my focus this year is to really help people to understand that this is my specialty. These are the unique uh, services that I offer and how I can help them to develop and uh, more than just selling a house. Right. right. And so that's really my focus this year. And we have an aging baby boomer generation, and we there's do. some unique needs with some those in the room. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, everybody does have. We do have a lot of unique needs. Yeah, and so so and and they just invite me over for you know, to look at their house, but there's a lot more to it, and you have to ask a lot of questions and, and meet a lot more people to help more people. You yeah. have to really be out there to let right. them know that you exist. And what what are some of the ways that you you see yourself doing that? You know, I have a, I've had a workshop in, in development that I've been um, helping people uh, learn about, and it's it's bringing families together to to uh, part and parcel their their family heirlooms and possessions, uh-huh. and this really kind of uh, gets the family together, and everybody gets to know what I do besides just sell real estate, right? And so this this workshop I'm putting on video, and that way I can streamline it and help have more people actually be in the workshop without actually going and individually sitting with every family. And so to get it out there so people can access it and use it at their leisure. Right. And so that's part of it, getting that out there. And then to also getting some, some video training courses out there, you know, with regard to real estate, these are the popular questions that people want to know the answers to in this aging market. Uh How, how can you um, be better served? Right. What are the things that you're looking for besides just, you know, how to sell my house. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So answering those deeper questions. That's, so that's really what I w- want to focus on this year. One, and, and we've just re, re- looked at our, our trust, my wife and I's trust. And, and it's amazing how, how much there is there and how difficult it is sometimes to start that conversation with family mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of what is it you want? Mm-hmm. What are your wishes? Um, you know, my dad was, had a previous marriage. He has two kids from his previous marriage. He's still married to my mom, but, like, I don't want to just have that bomb dropped and, and have those conversations with my brother and sister and say, hey, uh, you know, it would be great if they laid it out and put a trust together and, and had the conversation while they're still with us and they're and they're still in great health and everything. Um, because I don't, you know, just kind of leaving it on your airs is just a recipe for a lot of conflict. There is. There is. And if, and if you have somebody who is coming in, with without a bias, somebody who kind of says, "Okay, here's here, here's the stage. Let's let's make it uh, um, unawkward for anybody to say I'm the first one. Mom and Dad, you need to develop this and, and help us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really awkward because you come across as like the person who's just looking out for right. yourselves, and right. and you don't want that. So kind of standing a- there with the <laughs> yeah. sky, like waiting for you to die, <laughs> and you know, and that's not what you mean, right? right? Yeah. At all, and so. Um, when I provide these services and I and I help people to understand the deeper value of having a trust, yeah. right? It's it's more important to have a trust, and people think, "Oh, I'll just have a will." There's a lot of things that go wrong with Not having in a California. will, right? And so people don't really understand that, and a lot of people don't even have a trust. Right. And 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 if they do have a trust, they're not using it. Right. Not putting everything in the trust like they're supposed to. So they're not using it the right way. Right. Right. And so it's a great vehicle if it's being used. So so you kind of create these conversations mm-hmm. for people and you say, hey, did you hear about this thing that I read about or that I saw? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's really important to just have it out there. So it creates these conversations with families. And, and so somebody's not the one, you know, saying, hey, mom and dad, 
<laughs> yeah, well, because usually there is one one person that's gonna it's gonna kind of fall on to mm-hmm. be the administrator mm-hmm. and be the decision maker mm-hmm. and take care of mom and dad mm-hmm. um, because things don't have, always happen suddenly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it's really about helping people protect their legacy, right? Like, right. what is it you want? What is it you want to leave right. behind? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually not conflict and to have everyone fighting over the blue chair. Right. You know, and that's what happens. It's not the house is usually the easy part, right? It's it's the it's the we call it the yellow pie plate, right? Mm-hmm. Grandma's yellow pie plate's out every every holiday, right? She's she makes the pie and everybody sees it. It's been there for thirty years, and all of a sudden, you know, everybody wants it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, what do you do with that? Yeah. Right. And so there's there's remedies for that. And it, and it's kind of like finding and somebody says, oh, you know, that's a X, Y, Z pie plate. It's worth sixty five dollars on eBay. Right. And the other person's like, it, it, this is priceless for me. Right. Right. So it's it's helping people to respect each other's opinions and, and value. It's not just about money a right. lot of times. Right. right. Yeah. How about you, Pat? What a. Uh What's in the year to come for you? Well, 2017 is going to be the year of the great unknown because we have President Trump coming in. And that's going to have a big influence on the nonprofit sector because we really don't know what's going to happen in terms of policies or government funding for nonprofits. That's going to put a lot of pressure on organizations to work differently, um, be more strategic, be more agile. Uh, work smarter, step up their game in terms of their boards and how they operate, all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I already know from me, my, I'm booked. I'm just, I'm so busy with work. Um, and it's fascinating because I'm working on several executive transitions for a large, um, iconic nonprofits in San Diego. And you have these people who've been leading these organizations for a long time. They've really been just champions and lions and, you know, again, these iconic figures. So it's finding people who to replace them who are going to take the organization to the next level. Uh-huh. And helping to build the leadership of the boards so that the boards can work in tandem with these new executives to lead the organization into the future through this really, through this unknown. Right. Because we really don't know what the next four years, maybe eight years is going to bring us. So that's, so 2017 is a big question mark. Um, and a lot of hard work and a lot of strategic thinking and planning and um, bolstering. Well, and the nonprofit sector is sensitive to taxes and how tax laws are and charitable giving and how right. things are quantified or qualified. And that's not sexy to talk about, but it has a big effect on how these organizations are. Huge run. effect. I mean, uh the president-elect Trump has been talking about limiting uh, the charitable tax deduction. That would have an enormous impact on nonprofit organizations. Um, he's talked about limiting the deduction to be 200000 a year. Now, for you and me, that's like, all right, whatever. When, you know, that has no relevance. Yeah, I'm a little south of that. But. <laughs> right. But if you're Irwin Jacobs or, you know, somebody like that, right. Maybe you're going to think twice. You're not going to give the $25 million gift or the $50 million gift or whatever it is. Um, and some of those gifts, if you look at San Diego, what 
Conrad Prebis has mm-hmm. given, and Erwin Jacobs, and Darlene Shiley, and well, we have the zoo and Old Globe and these oh, yeah. fantastic organizations that live off the donors. Yes, and it's really something that people don't think about. I mean, that's the that's one of the core differences between a nonprofit and a for profit. And with a nonprofit, the person who is getting the service isn't necessarily the person who's paying for it. And even if you are paying for it, like you might have a membership to the Y or you might get tickets to the Old Globe or the zoo or whatever. But those tickets and that membership doesn't begin to cover the costs of running that organization. So you, you're you in a constant need to raise money and look at your business model in order to support the organization over the long term. Yeah. And so as government shifts, we just don't know uh what's going to happen because there are all kinds of of implications yeah well uh that all sounds interesting and exciting um for us alicia and i 2017 is going to bring a change in our show here um you guys are signing us off this is going to be our last show on espn 1700 am uh it's been a great run and and uh we've been treated very well here but we're going to make a change and we're embracing um, the new technology and platform and kind of where uh, people are these days, which is on Facebook. And so our new show is going to be a produced TV show, which is going to be on Facebook Live. Uh, it's going to be a similar format where we bring in community leaders and top business people and, and the exciting people who are doing great work in our community. Uh, but we're going to be uh, broadcasting that, I guess, for lack of a better word, on the Facebook Live platform. So uh, all of you guys listening out there, I encourage you to like our Facebook page, which is uh, Real Talk San Diego. Uh, if you're not a friend of mine, you can friend me as well. I have two pages. It's Sean Courtney and Global Mortgage San Diego. Um, and uh, we'll be announcing more details of the show and when they are. But uh, our first show will be Wednesday, uh, January 18th at 12. So if you're on Facebook, which I know all of you out there are, <laughs> um, I encourage you to, to check us out and uh, see the new format. I think the opening show on the platform will be on the 4th. Uh, so I know you guys are doing a couple shows on the 4th, Claire. 11 and noon. So 11 and noon. So that will be um, kind of the pilot shows. Um, our, our guests mainly will be ho- other hosts of on the Real Talk platform. Uh, so that will be kind of the maiden voyage. But then we'll be going full bore with local leaders um, in that following week, I would imagine. Two weeks later. So, so two weeks later. So we're excited for that change. That's our big reveal of 2017 and hope uh, – to have you guys back on the new platform and, and check that out. But uh, we're, Congratulations. we're really excited about it. Congratulations. So exciting. Yeah. It's just going to be wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're pretty fired up about it. It's going to be great, yeah. Yeah. Alicia has the looks for it. I'll have to... Uh, <laughs> we <laughs> all do. <laughs> yeah, today, okay. Looking well, snazzy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very fashionable. I will, I will take credit where, where credit is due. Um, but yeah, no, so that's, uh, that's exciting for us. Uh, so that said, uh, we are going to take a quick break. Uh, we're in the season of giving, so we're going to be talking to Pat Libby about ways for nonprofits and philanthropies to get the best results from their fundraising and the money that they re- raise this time of year. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Real Talk San Diego on ESPN 1700.
the San Diego Financial Literacy Center, a local nonprofit providing free financial workshops about consumer finance, credit, real estate, and more. To learn how the San Diego Financial Literacy Center can help you, go to sdflc.org. Hi, it's Courtney with Five Star Escrow. If you provide five star service, your escrow company should too. When you need fast, friendly, and accurate service, think Five Star Escrow. We're the escrow company of choice for the friends of Real Talk San Diego, and we're committed to delivering a first-class experience when you need it most. At closing, why settle for less? Five Star Escrow, getting your transactions closed and getting you paid on time. Visit us at fivestarescrow.com. That's fivestarescrow.com. It's a Taco Tuesday rivalry night as the San Diego Gulls welcome in the Ontario Reign for the finale of a five-game homestand. Tickets for the seven 7- 7 p.m. face-off are available at the Valley View Casino Center box office or online at sandiegogulls.com. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions? More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Hey, it's Mike Shepard again, program director at 105.7 Max FM. And I have a message for guys who, like me, have suffered for years from hair loss, thinking there's no real solution. You know, I tried just about everything over the years, supplements, the lotions, comb-overs, and finally, lots of baseball caps. Then I found out about Dr. Shafu and his team at LaHoyaHairMD.com. Dr. Shafu is a pioneer in a revolutionary new process called Neograft. There's no scalpel, no scar, and no downtime. So I made the call to 844-567-HAIR. Everybody, my family, friends, and the team here at Max are amazed at the transformation. All thanks to Dr. Shafu and LaHoyaHairMD.com. You know, Dr. Shafu is triple board certified, and he was just voted the number one hair restoration doctor in the U.S. for 2016. So make the call today for your free consultation. 844-567-HAIR. Mention Max FM to receive up to $1,000 off your procedure. That's 844-567-HAIR. We are back. You're listening to Real Talk San Diego on ESPN 1700. I am your host, Sean Courtney. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Alicia Garcia. Thank you. Uh, We're joined in studio today by Realtor Gloria Roma with Century 21 Award. And our first featured guest, who is consultant Pat Libby. Pat has served nonprofit and philanthropic organizations for 21 years, including Dreams of Change, Dreams for Change, uh, Children's Discovery Museum, Mana de San Diego, Ruben H. Fleet, and Community Housing Works and Veteran Village of San Diego, to name a few. Uh, she's authored two books, The Lobbying Strategy Handbook, and co authored Cases in Nonprofit Management. She was the founding director and professor of practice at the Institute for Nonprofit Education and Research at USD. Welcome, Pat. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thanks for being here. So what kind of drew you into working with nonprofits? It was really my background. I grew up in a very religiously observant Jewish family. And one of the core tenets of Judaism is a concept called tikkun olam, which means to repair the world. And even though my father was in the plumbing supply business, which has nothing to do with 
nonprofits at all. But it's helping the world. <laughs> and in its own in its own flushy kind of way. But but every night he would come home and he would talk about how something that day had to do with making the world better. So for example, this was oh my God, in the sixties, my father had a policy, just his own private little policy of hiring people who were recently released from prison to work in his warehouse. And he would say, you know, some of them are going to rob me. Some of them are going to go on to be successful. But if I don't give them a chance, who's going to give them a chance? So that's the way he looked at the world and the way my whole extended family looked at the world. And I think it was just natural for me to want to go into a profession where I was helping people and living out those Jewish values. So I have, yeah. yeah. And, and so you help these nonprofits in a, a wide variety of ways, but some are, what are some of the bigger ones? Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm a management consultant. I'm an organizational consultant. So I'm basically like a mechanic for nonprofits. They need a tune-up, they call me. So it's all kinds of things. It's doing executive search when some of their senior leaders are leaving or turning over. Um, it's helping them look at the organizational structure. So sometimes I'll go in and I'll, um, I'll be asked to look at how things are functioning and to propose a reorganization for them. Uh, right now I'm working on a project with a client where there's a dynamic executive director and a wonderful board, and they're having problems communicating and moving things forward. So I'm acting like the Henry Kissinger, and I'm figuring out what's not working, how to get them talking better, and how to put structures in place so that things can work more smoothly. I do a lot of work helping boards um, become leaders and uh, operate in a way that will move the organization forward. So it's all kinds of organizational management projects that help organizations work more effectively. And, and you mentioned in the opening segment, you know, a lot of organizations are facing uh, challenges at the very top, you know, really to the leadership and how those leaders move on and, and let other leaders step in and kind of carry the legacy forward. Um, what what are some of the other challenges that you're seeing these nonprofits facing um, that you're able to come in and help them address? A lot of the senior leaders of nonprofits are baby boomers. And a lot of the workforce that comes in are millennials or people who are even younger. Mm -hmm. So there are cultural differences that I often find myself um, helping to address. And I think a lot of it has to do with younger people want to have a very hands-on role in helping to shape the organization. They've got a lot of good ideas, and they need to be nurtured and listened to and have their energy and ideas channeled in the right way that can help move the organization forward. Um, but a lot of times people who have been managing organizations for a long period of time say, listen, I've been doing this for 30 years. I know how to do this. I've been there, done that. And so there's less receptivity. So it, so a lot of my work involves going in, listening to people, finding out what's working well, what 
it's not working so well, what could be working better? And then coming up with structures and even sometimes internal career ladders within organizations to help people um, grow within the organization and to help that organization advance and succeed. So it's very, it's very exciting and, and fun. Well, this generation, not to stereotype, but the millennial generation seems to be less focused on money and sort of the material things and, and more passionate about things and wanting to get involved in things that they're, that they care about and that can make the world a better place. So it seems like it would be an exciting time in the nonprofit because you have a lot of people who are willing to give their time and, uh, come into an organization like that if they feel like it's somewhere where they're going to fit well. Yeah, it is an exciting time. And there's also a lot of volunteerism, particularly in San Diego. About a quarter of San Diegans volunteer for nonprofit, which is absolutely fantastic. But it's figuring out how to put all those skills and talents to the best use, whether it's an employee or a volunteer. You know, you don't want somebody licking envelopes when they can be enhancing the social media presence of a nonprofit. So there's all kinds of reverse mentoring that can happen within organizations where you have young people mentoring uh, people who are older and vice versa. So it's really, you know, as Sammy Davis Jr. would say, it's a two-way street man. You know, they can go back and forth and, and help each other learn and grow. Yeah. And the beneficiary is ultimately the organization and the people they serve or the or the cause that organization advances. Well, and we talked a little bit about this, but, you know, in, in many ways it's not unlike for-profit organizations where it's organization and management and structure and those sort of things that apply to any organization, whether it's profit or nonprofit. But, you know, one of the things that may be a particular challenge is what are the results? So if we have a for-profit company, we're looking at the bottom line. We're looking at profit. But for a nonprofit, it's in the name. That's not why we, why we exist. So how do, you, how do you quantify or measure what kind of results um, a nonprofit gets? Because as, as from a fundraising standpoint, maybe someone out there listening and they're considering volunteering or they're considering giving, how do they evaluate if that's a healthy organization? It's such a good question, and it's such a tricky question because it's not like McDonald's, and you can't say so many burgers served. I mean, to a certain extent, if you are... The Ruben H. Fleet Science Center, you can say that our, we have 450,000 people who come to the Science Center every year, and that's true, which is phenomenal. But at the end of the day, have the exhibits help the visitors learn something? Have they advanced their knowledge? How do you assess that? And that's true for many different kinds of organizations. Do you just, if you are the rescue mission, is it just um, how many people you house and serve meals to? Or is it a matter of how many people you help with economic self-sufficiency? And those economic self-sufficiency questions, um, those longer-term behavioral change questions are much harder to measure. And it's so interesting because a lot of times I hear people uh, complaining, I don't want to pay for nonprofit overhead. Overhead is a terrible thing. Um, but overhead is not a terrible thing. Overhead, for instance, is the money that is paid to someone to do an independent evaluation to come in to say, is my teen pregnancy prevention program effective? 
is my substance abuse prevention program working? Um, it's just not as easy as saying it's a burger served or it's an item that is so of clothing that's sold. Um, it's really uh, it's a double bottom line. It's much more complex, and there needs to be a way to to pay for that and support that. Sure, and, and I mean we have several organizations here in town that their part of their mission is putting people to work. Yes. So sometimes that overhead is putting someone to work who might have a challenge or. For some reason, they're not able to easily find the type of employment they're looking for. Right, right. And that's complicated because it's not just, um, am I going to place, you know, Joe Schmo or Jane Schmo in a job, but are they going to stay in the job? And do they have the skills to be able to advance at the job? And are they going to make enough money to live self-sufficiently, which is tricky in this town. You know, rents are just exorbitant. So all of those things and all of those dynamics are what make nonprofits tricky. And as I said, even if you are a beneficiary yourself, like you buy a ticket to the Old Globe, you're still not paying for the whole production uh, with your ticket. So it's some of the I worked with um, Children's Discovery Museum in Escondido, which is a fabulous place. And a lot of kids are going there now during Christmas break. And, you know, they're going to a lot of these institutions. I think the admission is six or eight dollars. OK, that's not paying mm-hmm. for for the museum and the staff. And okay. they build educational exhibits. And again, they evaluate the effectiveness of those exhibits and they change them all the time. So that's what makes it a dynamic and fun and exciting place uh, for people to go to. Mm-hmm. And, and so for someone who's considering volunteering, I mean, are there any ways you recommend to to ascertain or evaluate some of the charities and how they're doing? And I mean, just get involved and kind of... I think get involved is always the best. Yeah. You know, you can go on to... There's an organization that's called Guide Star. It's okay. one word. It's a national nonprofit. Um, they run this enormous database of all the nonprofits in the United States. So you can plug in the name of any nonprofit. You can look at their finances because by law they're required to post their tax returns online. Mm -hmm. So you can look at their tax returns. You can look at their mission, their purpose, what they do. And if it makes your heart beat faster, you know, then go for it. Right. And volunteer and do something. And, you know, at this time of year and Thanksgiving, everyone wants to go to Father Joe's mm-hmm. and or Rescue Mission or wherever and serve a meal. But people need help year round, right. not just now. So it's really it's almost like if your New Year's resolution is you got to work out every day and or go to a gym twice a week, right. you know, you need to think about how am I going to incorporate that kind of ongoing volunteerism mm-hmm. into my New Year's resolution, yeah. every too. Every month or every week. Right, exactly. So right. it's not like, you know, you're not going to be fit if you go to a gym once a year, yeah. right? Yeah, no. So, yeah. <laughs> it's the same, reps. Exactly. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we've been here with Pat Libby. She's a guru in the field of nonprofit consulting and management. Uh, if someone's involved with a nonprofit or they're, they're looking to get you involved with theirs, what's the best way for them to reach out to you with a question or concern? Really, they can talk to me on 
Twitter at PJ Libby. They can go on to my website, which is patlibby.com. Um, it's interesting too. I have to mention, I, you, you talked about the fact that my first book is called The Lobbying Strategy Handbook. And I've had many more requests recently from nonprofits to teach them lobbying. There's a free video on my website that talks about the rules of nonprofit lobbying. So there are all kinds of resources. I have a blog, you know, that people can go onto my website and get all kinds of free things that will help them run their organizations better, be awesome. more effective. And that, that's P-A-T-L-I-B-B-Y dot com. Yes. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you. That is great having you on. Uh, next up, we're going to be talking to Realtor Gloria Roma about the 2000. 16 year in real estate and the year to come in 2017. We talked a little bit about that, but we'll we'll get into it a little bit more. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Talk San Diego on ESPN 1700. The San Diego Financial Literacy Center, a local nonprofit providing free financial workshops about consumer finance, credit, real estate, and more. To learn how the San Diego Financial Literacy Center can help you, go to sdflc.org. Hi, it's Courtney with Five Star Escrow. If you provide five-star service, your escrow company should too. When you need fast, friendly, and accurate service, think Five Star Escrow. We're the escrow company of choice for the friends of Real Talk San Diego, and we're committed to delivering a first-class experience when you need it most. At closing, why settle for less? Five-star escrow. Getting your transactions closed and getting you paid on time. Visit us at fivestarescrow.com. That's fivestarescrow.com. What is the education of your children worth? There are children across the world who lack the privilege of going to school. Change the story for one child at unbound.org. Did you know that childhood lead poisoning costs the American taxpayers more than $50 billion a year? Visit LeadSafeAmerica.org to learn more. Centrum Silver, now verified non-MGO and gluten-free, with daily nutrients to support your heart, brain, eyes, and all the most important parts of you. At Discover, we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. And now, just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches, because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com slash match. Cash back match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. Turn down that radio. If you finally decided to address your hearing loss, the MD Hearing Aid Air is a medical-grade hearing aid that costs up to 90% less than traditional hearing aids. Designed by a Chicago doctor, the MD Hearing Aid Air has a sleek, nearly invisible profile. This digital hearing aid incorporates technology and features found in hearing aids costing thousands of dollars. The Air offers advanced noise reduction, making speech clearer and virtually eliminating annoying background noise. Three environmental settings put you in control. You select the best setting for your location. Call 1-800-758-2010. Over 100,000 satisfied customers have already made the call. Call right now for our exclusive 45-day risk-free trial and get free shipping and a year's worth of free batteries, a $50 value. Call MD Hearing Aid at 1-800-758-2010. Satisfaction guaranteed. That's 1-800-758-2010. <laughs> We're back. I'm your host, Sean Courtney. My co-host, Alicia Garcia, is here. Any Welcome update, back. Any update on the baby wire? Not yet. I haven't checked, though, to be honest. Okay. 
Give us, give us a quick check. Uh, this is Real Talk San Diego on ESPN 1700. We are monitoring the arrival of Matthias. Matthias Hero. He, Mathias. my sister, is in prep. Okay, she's in prep. Uh, and our guest hosts, who are actually here with us in the studio, they're not in prep. <laughs> uh, nonprofit consultant yeah, Pat Libby, who's Hello. here, and uh, appreciate you in the last segment there. You did a great job. Thank you. And our next featured guest is realtor Gloria Roma. Gloria has been helping San Diego homeowners buy and sell real estate since 1998. In that time, she's earned a sterling reputation for a strong representation and elite level service. Uh, Gloria has also demonstrated her commitment to the community. Uh, with strong involvement in charity, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, it's a pleasure to have you on, Gloria. Thanks a lot. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks for being here. So what uh, wh- what got you started in real estate? What, what's what's exciting for you? What was the, the lure? You know, it was so long ago. I was in my 20s. Yeah. And I wanted to buy a house and I didn't want to pay a commission. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was I was like, how do I buy a house and like get a down payment and all this stuff, right? So I think that was the initial Yeah concept get licensed yeah so i I went through all the classes and everything and then um and then i didn't get into it i actually got into the car business somehow Mm -hmm. and so i was in finance i was director of finance and so i was putting together loan packages for buyers and and working all the time and i thought i'd be working nine to five and off on weekends and nights for a change because i waited tables before that Mm -hmm. right (laughs) big difference so uh it wasn't like that I ended up working till two in the morning sometimes and weekends and tent sales and all this stuff, mm-hmm. right? And I thought, you know, it's time for me to put that real estate stuff to work. And so I passed the test and started my career. And that was July of 1998. And then about five days after I made that decision, quit my job, started, you know, getting to work or, you know, going to the beach and then thinking about getting to work. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, found out I was pregnant with my first child. And so I was like... Uh, oh my gosh, you know, totally freaked out, cried. What am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, uh, yeah, I just went to work. I just went to work. And, um, by my third year, I was at 33 houses a year. And so it was, it worked out for me. Yeah. You know, it's had a lot of pressure on myself to get that first nine months, <laughs> get some real estate sales. Yeah. Yeah. When in that, in that time, uh, you've developed a great reputation for service. Um, your online reviews are amazing. I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you do. But <laughs> Thanks. Um, Gloria is amazing. A realtor's realtor. Everything we could have hoped for. What is it you're doing? People love you. Yeah. You know what? It's, 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 oh, it's going to be odd to say this, but I love my clients. You know, And I think it comes through. I really care about them. I care about what their goals are. Right? And so I don't just come in. And want to sell them a house. You know, oh, this is good for me, right? It's it's about what's good for them. What do they need? And and I look at the whole person sort of like a doctor would look at the whole person, right? And you look at them and, and what are their goals? And are they doing this for the short term as an investment? Are they doing it to raise their family for the next 30 years? What are their goals? And how can I be of service? And how can I make this work for them? And so I think that deeper goal for myself, for them, really comes across throughout the entire transaction. Yeah. And, and so, and, and you know, great service can be kind of hard to define, mm-hmm. and, and it's evolved. And the, has the communication mediums have mm-hmm. evolved? That, that's the big challenge I see is mm-hmm. how people want to be communicated with. Right. Um, how, what's your approach to that? I mean, how do you address that? Because it's so there's all these platforms, and there's no rules right now. Right. Right. Um, a lot of people say, oh, you know, if people are texting you, text them back. If people are calling you, call them back. If people are on email, email them back. And I'm like, well. I'm in my car. 
I'm not going to text you back. Right. You know, speeding down the highway or <laughs> <laughs> showing property or with clients. Yeah. Right. Um, or or in a, an appointment with a client. And so I I use all the mediums. I'm I use everything and I'm very tech savvy. And you have to be um, in this world if you're not um, texting, emailing and calling all of them doing everything and using everything, then you're not being of service to your clients. If they prefer text, well, you try to, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you do your best to text back, uh, back and forth and, and phone calling, and they're not always answering their phone, but I leave a very thorough message, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sometimes too long, they're like, all right, enough already. But, you know, so I use it all. They have all the information at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and so kind of, you know, one of the, the things you said is you really want to help them achieve their goals. Mm-hmm. Um What's the process that you go through with your clients to, to make sure that that happens? Well, I, it's a little bit different, right? So a lot of people come in and they just think, oh, I'm going to you know, go sell my house. I'm going to show property, right? My goal is to actually sit down with a client and really ask a lot of questions, you know, and, and really uh, go through at least an hour, hour and a half of, of who are they? What are their goals? What do they know about real estate? Right. Uh, They have a lot of misconceptions. Even people who've done it before, things have changed and Mm -hmm. things are changing contractually every six months. I think we have something new to add. Right. Um, But so there's a lot of misconceptions about real estate. So I really use that time, that first consultation to inform them and gather information about them so that I could have a second consultation when the time comes to actually get down to business. Right. Yeah. And and so what what is it? What be- what benefits do you want your clients to be able to walk away from when they work with you? E- even if it's just, hey, we talk to Glory about it, or they go through the whole process and buy or sell a home with you. What are the benefits that they come home with? Yeah, what what is your goal? What is your goal with them? Yeah, my goal with people is to always um, let them know that they're in, they're the first, they're my first priority, right? Um, Besides my family, right? <laughs> um, so they're my first priority. And so to, they always like, oh, I want to, I want to save a commission or I want to get a good deal or I want to, you know, live in this zip code or whatever, right? And so to inform them so they don't have misconceptions about how this really works, right? And to let them know that we're in a seller's market and sometimes it's not always getting the house or the best price. Sometimes it's about winning over the other 10 people who wrote an offer. Right. Just getting the house. Yeah. A exactly. house. A house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where you want to be. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and and sometimes it's it's about, you know, they have to have all these great things in a house, right? So it's about finding out really, truly what they have to have in the house, right? And then getting those needs met, right? And so, um, and then the other benefits are there's a lot of emotions going on. And I prepare them for that. I said, not everything's going to be it's going to be a bed of roses. You know, there's going to be a surprise. It's going to pop out. I don't know what it's going to be for you, right. but every transaction takes a life of its own and it's going to come up. And then when it comes up, you'll be prepared because you know, oh my gosh, this is what Gloria warned me about. Right. right? And so everybody kind of comes in knowing that there are going to be surprises. There are going to be some things along the way and they're equipped. Like they're mentally equipped for these things. When you're on their side. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And a lot of people kind of hold some things close to their vest. And I and I do my best to kind of break them out of that um, protection zone, I think, um, because my goal for them is to let them know that I'm on their side. Right. And then you brought up a really valid point, because if you and that's why you get the reviews. Right. Because people feel that they can trust you with their deepest, darkest desires, Mm -hmm. right? And if you can get them to let you know what that is, then you can serve them deeper, right? And you can really bring it all home for them and you can, you can serve them where they really, really need it most. 
Yeah. One, and one of the things you talked about or alluded to, there's so much information out there. There's so many technology tools that people can just go on the Internet and find. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes they go down a whole decision chain because they think they want to be in a certain zip code or they think they want to be this. But really, that's not the goal. The goal is something completely different. It's right. the school district or something. And so when you're able to go deeper and ask those questions, mm-hmm. you can present some a wider variety of solutions for them or a better solution to them. Right, because they didn't know, right? They think, oh, this is all that because my friend said this or I read this on the internet, right? And they go down a rabbit hole. Right. <laughs> it's like way over here. Yeah. They're like, well, let me just kind of bring you back over here and let you know what that's all about, yeah. right? And give you the bigger picture, right? right. And and then bring them around and, and, and maybe you still go that direction, right? But at least they have, they're better informed. They can make better decisions, um, and and every time I meet with them, I give them supporting documentation for what what my reasons are. But it's all about me and everything I want. I really, it's a it's a whole person, it's a whole family kind of remedy when it comes to real estate. Yeah, right. And and I assume that serves you very well. You, you mentioned that you serve the senior community, mm-hmm. and that's a real niche or you know, where, however you want to call it that you've developed it. Mm-hmm. Why why do you think is why do you think you've gravitated to that particular segment? Well, I can tell you it's not because I'm a senior, even though I'm in that demographic. It's not because of that that I'm attracted to it. It's because um, I find that there is so much information that is misconstrued. And so many people don't understand the dynamics of of all the family members, right? I, I sell houses to people who have four or five family members, you know, <laughs> Who've grown up in that house? And- yeah, and and they're and they're divesting of their parents' family properties, or they're they're splitting the possessions in the house. And there's just a lot of stuff that goes on with families. And there's a lot of there's always like a power person in the family, and there's always a demure one in the family. And you kind of have to give everybody a voice, right? And let everybody be heard. And and everybody finds value in that, right? And it and it's and it's about doing it with with uh, finesse. Because you really have to walk that line, and and it's needed, it's so needed. Because the senior community, there's adult seniors um, who are helping their parents. They're working all day long. They're helping their own kids. They're helping their parents. They're trying to, you know, go out with their friends. It's a full plate, right? And so this is just that added stress that they're not looking forward to. And they have, you know, there's always one or two people that get all the work, right? And so you kind of help them to become really informed, and then include all the family members and and use technology. To, to inform everybody about what's going on at all times mm-hmm. and, and that everybody have their time in that transaction. Yeah. Well, I like that finesse that yeah. we, that, that really <laughs> right. is kind of like the theme of it all because it really, it really takes a, a, yeah. a, the right touch at every, at every point. It does. And, and you had a recent uh, case where you had a family in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. Could you, I could, and I think it really illustrates a lot of the values that you bring to your um to your clientele. Is that something you could share with us? Yeah, sure. Um, the one that stands out for that, it, it kind of is is an, a big picture of everything I've done, right? It kind of just brings home everything I do for people. And the reason that I bring it up today is because it does, it covers the gamut. So, so I met this person. Um, I just happened to be looking at a house in the neighborhood and they were out. And so I met them and they said, uh, oh, I want to get my house ready for sale. What do I have to do? Right. And so I'm like, oh, well, Let's just pop on over and see what's going on. And so um, it turns out that she really wasn't ready to sell her house. She wasn't even that 
mode, really. Um, she just knew that she was lonely. Uh, she had kids and, and she wanted to maybe make a change. So, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll go over and see what she needs to do and really what's the bigger story here, right? Um, and it turns out that she, um, uh, couldn't take care of the house and and the kids were busy and they were helping as much as they could, but she just really wanted to right size herself and get in, get in more of a, a, an environment with some peers. So, um, in the minute, in, anyway, so the, the long story short is, uh, I got together with her and her kids and we all put together this, this plan to get the possessions dispersed between the kids, get all, get everything, everybody, uh, on the same page with, whoever wanted what and who wanted to sell this and nobody wanted this other thing that the mom really helped. Yeah. But those conversations can happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so because everybody knew me and everybody and the mom knew me, um, when she did go to the home that she wanted to go to, um, she actually passed away. And so, uh, the kids, because they, uh, had the trust in place and everything was in place. Um, and they knew the mom wanted to sell the property. They went ahead and decided to go forward and sell the property. Normally people should wait about a year, I think, before doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- they knew the mom's wishes. And so everybody was already on the same page. And so they sold the house, uh, unfortunately really fast for them. You know, they've been in the house, you know, 50 years or something. Everybody mm-hmm. owned the house for 50 years. So it was a right. really, uh, fast transaction. Right. Um, but everybody was on the same page, even though it was like, a loss, yeah. right? Um, so it was very sensitive, and you have to be aware of those things, and you have to really not just treat it like a transaction, right? right. Everybody has feelings about this, and let them come and say goodbye to the house. Let them meet the family who's coming into the house. Right. You know, it's 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 a lot of and, and be part of touches. that selection process right. a little bit too, that they know it's going to a good family. Yes, and it's going to take care That's of. That's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. Awesome. Well. Um, I know we could talk for another hour, but uh, <laughs> right. we're going to take a little break. Okay. Um, Realtor Gloria Roma, what? Uh, how do people get in touch with you if they have some questions about their real estate? Um, I have a website, GloriaRoma.com, which is super easy. Um, or San Diego Homes for Sale, CA.com, <laughs> a little bit longer, but they go to the same place. And so they can read the blog. They can learn more about me and what I offer. Awesome. On the website. And our next, uh, we'll be back in a second. We're going to talk about our, our takeaways from today's show. It's Real Talk San Diego on ESPN 1700. The San Diego Financial Literacy Center, a local nonprofit providing free financial workshops about consumer finance, credit, real estate, and more. To learn how the San Diego Financial Literacy Center can help you, go to sdflc.org. Hi, it's Courtney with Five Star Escrow. If you provide five star service, your escrow company should too. When you need fast, friendly, and accurate service, think Five Star Escrow. We're the escrow company of choice for the friends of Real Talk San Diego, and we're committed to delivering a first-class experience when you need it most. At closing, why settle for less? Five-star escrow. Getting your transactions closed and getting you paid on time. Visit us at fivestarescrow.com. That's fivestarescrow.com. Do you take access to a computer for granted? Many San Diego households don't have a working computer. Help a San Diego kid learn by donating your old computers and all of your unwanted electronics to Computers to San Diego Kids. C2SDK refurbishes computers and gets them to families with the most need. They also reuse or recycle unwanted electronics to aid in refurbishing efforts. Cash donations are tax deductible. For more information, log on to C2SDK.org. That's C, the number 2, SDK.org. America, it's time for some straight talk. 
There is no good way to fold a fitted sheet. Nobody really likes kale. And those wireless companies offering no contract plans? Surprise! To get a new phone could mean getting locked into a phone contract. With new Straight Talk Plus, well-qualified customers can get a Samsung Galaxy S7 for as low as $30.12 a month. Requires a 30-day unlimited service plan, still no contract, so you can cancel any time with no penalties. Come on, it's time to realize the runaround. It's time to ask yourself, why haven't I switched? Straight Talk Wireless, on America's largest, most dependable networks, only at Walmart. Lease to own transaction for the Samsung Galaxy S7. Total cost is $722.88 with 24 30-day payments plus any taxes and fees except in North Carolina where final payment may be more. No ownership until all payments made. May be able to exercise early purchase option. Retail cost of the Galaxy S7 is $599, subject to change. Customers may end lease and return phone at any time. Wireless service subject to Straight Talk terms and conditions. Welcome back. It's Real Talk San Diego on ESPN 1700. I'm Sean Courtney. Sean Courtney, the mortgage doctor. <laughs> and uh, my co-host, Alicia Garcia. Hello. Having a great show today. Welcome uh, back. Any updates? No no baby updates? She's awake and she's still waiting. So they're okay. getting all ready and prepped and it should be at 1230. All right. So no one's allowed in until after. All right. Well... It's not going to happen during the show. but Yes, uh, I will post pictures and stuff. Please do. Happy and healthy baby. Thank you. And mom. Um, Awesome. Well, we've had a good hour. It's been almost an hour. Uh, We've had some great guests in studio. Realtor Gloria Romo with Century 21 Award has been with us. Great job. Thank you. Uh, Nonprofit consultant Pat Libby with Pat Libby Consulting has been with us. Been doing great. Thanks. How are you feeling? I'm hanging in there. Getting through there. Pat soldiered. It's her first day back on her feet after some illness, so we appreciate you being with us. Um, And one of the reasons we do the show uh, is because a lot of the mainstream media, you know, it's just kind of like entertainment or fear and greed. And so we try and do this little show to bring community leaders together and talk about some of the the real things that are happening in our community. and dispel some of the misinformation that we see. Um, so I would ask you guys here that have been with us today uh, if there are any misconceptions about your industry or, or just maybe what your takeaway from today's show is, what you want the listeners to, to take home as they're speeding down the highway today. Does anyone <laughs> want to start us off? Well, I would say we talked about a little bit earlier. The big misperception about nonprofits is that they should operate with no overhead and that they should be all run by volunteers. And I often hear people say nonprofits should be run like a business. But if they were run like businesses, they'd be out of business because businesses don't have to raise money. So I would just say that people need to forget about it. They need to (laughs) understand that it takes uh, people who are dedicated and smart and professional to run nonprofit organizations. Um, that's why I used to um, run a graduate program to train nonprofit leaders and how to be effective. It was basically like uh, a master's in nonprofit administration, just like a master's of business administration. So these are people who deserve respect and and oftentimes they do it for less money than people can make in the for-profit sector. Yeah. So I always say it's like the the Rodney Danger field of, of fields. You know, it doesn't get any respect, but it deserves respect. And yeah. all those people who work their little butts off, who are working this week, right. because this is the, this is the you know, we're in the, the last 
uh, home stretch home stretch of the year. People have got to raise money, and they're working, 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 working to make it all happen. So if you haven't written a check to a nonprofit, do it. Yeah. And write a big one today. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, how about you, Gloria? Well, misconception. Yeah, just a couple, right? Um, so <laughs> all one. all realtors are alike, right? What's the difference? I'm just going to pick anybody. Well, there's a huge difference, right? Some. So I, I liken it to like my previous life, the car business. I'm like, if you look at an SUV, you're going to buy an SUV. They're not all the same, right? You have to look under the hood. One might be diesel. One might be gas. One might be a hybrid, right? right? How do they affect the environment that they right along the freeway on right right mm-hmm. so they're all very different and realtors are different too like if you're if you want your realtor to call you back return your calls within a few minutes you're not going to hire a realtor who sells 200 houses a year they're running around with their hair on fire right, right? the one that's on every bus bench in <laughs> right. the west side they're not going to be returning your calls right. right so so you really have to know that everybody's different every realtor's different yeah. and and their business models are different yeah find a good fit yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Alicia, um, like Gloria said, you mentioned a lot about trust, and you know, um, if I think everyone needs to be honest with their realtor or whoever it may be, questions you know with organizations, ask those questions so you know to donate. But you know, be honest and be open so that way you can be better served mm-hmm. completely by whoever is helping you. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, uh, my takeaway is watch our new show. Yes, <laughs> tune in, please. Uh, January eighteenth. Uh, thank you to, to my guests, Realtor Gloria Roma, Century 21 Award, nonprofit consultant Pat Libby with Pat Libby Consulting. Uh, thank you to my show producer, Claire McKee, our engineer, Steve. I'm Sean Courtney, the mortgage doctor, my co host, Alicia Garcia. Uh, tune in to our next show, Wednesday, January 18th on Facebook Live. You've been listening to Real Talk San Diego on ESPN 1700. We're here to bring you the business of life in America's finest city.